at Bertha Charuma One on Twitter. Think Conversation, this is the Chill Zone, and uh, today we're talking about men's health. It's time to man up. If we want to end the mental health crisis, we have to man up. And I've got Dr. Adrian Rotuno, sports and exercise medicine, uh, physician and Virgin Actives expert on physical fitness. Good evening and a warm welcome to the Chill Zone. Hi, good evening. Thanks for having me. So June marked Men's Health Month with a purpose to heighten, you know, the awareness of preventable health problems and encourage early detection and treatment of the disease amongst men and boys. And just a few days ago, we observed World Mental Health Day, and it's a topic that never gets old. And mental health is something that, especially I'm going to say this from where, from my observation in our African community somehow can get a little bit overlooked where you say, oh, he's just going through a phase. He, he, will, he will get over it. And now we've now realized that it can, you cannot turn a blind eye because it could really be fatal. Well, let's talk about signs and symptoms that someone is going through a very difficult time and action is to be taken. How do you identify that? Yeah, so just to add to your point, I think it is a very difficult issue, and, and particularly in relation to men, it has been overlooked, uh, you know, and I think for, for, for various reasons. And I think one of the main reasons is that, you know, typically men are seen as, as not being able to be, you know, vulnerable or they should always be the strong ones and, and carry things and, and not mention, you know, problems and discuss their problems. And that's traditionally been the, unfortunately, traditionally been the, the, the view um, and I think, you know, in recent years, it's it's coming to light that and this view is, is certainly changing. Um, but yes, absolutely. And, you know, cultural and, and traditional roles and, and, and historical um, uh, backgrounds certainly play a role in in the different types of mental stress, uh, stress uh, particularly that men are exposed to in, in South Africa in particular. Um, but, you know, in general, you know, signs and symptoms that, that one would look for, you know, are, are can sometimes be very subtle. And mm. um, we all think, you know, somebody needs to have a, a physical breakdown or be crying or, you know, show, show um, you know, physical signs of depression to, to, to for somebody else to realize that something's going on with that person. Um, and often that's not the case. Um, you know, you often hear stories of, you know, pe- people who have who've committed suicide and, and the people around them, family members say they never had a clue. Um, they didn't pick up on the signs. And so often it's it's the silent ones, it's the ones who don't show emotion, who don't express themselves. Those are often the ones that that are sometimes more at risk of of um, there being something mentally wrong and uh, and them going through a hard time where they actually need more help than anybody else. So you know it's it's beholden upon you know family members, friends, and obviously healthcare professionals to to be aware that you know, of, of, of your people who are around you and, and, and know what their norms are, know what their situations are um, and, and react and, and, you know, engage with them uh, if you think it's necessary. And if you don't have the skills to do it, then, then at least pointing in the right direction to do so. Mm. And, you know, it's quite interesting because we look at, you know, sometimes the stats where they say 50 percent, you know, the trend is that 50 percent men are less likely 
to 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 show where they are mentally uh, than women. I suppose with women, look, we've got the gift of the gab. We talk. We just offload, and it, it just comes. It it comes naturally, and it actually helps because in your talking, people can pick up that this conversation is heading in in it's 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 not looking good, and action can be taken. So in a case where you 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 have men that look like they're handling it and they are not handling it. What action should you take as a partner, as a brother? I mean, as a, as a sister to a, to, to, to a brother, what, what should you do? Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a difficult question that, you know, I think each, each case obviously needs to be taken in its merit, but I think, you know, if, if you are a family member or a, or a close friend or, or, you know, a relative of that, that person, I, I think, you know, if you're in the position to to be able to raise it, and obviously that depends on relationships and the type of person that you're engaging with, but I, I you know, and that all this all needs to be factored in, in in how this is approached. But I think I think one of the most important things for for people that are close to to somebody who's going through a difficult time is is just to provide them with a sounding board, and it's not necessarily to always provide a solution, because you know most of us are not qualified. Uh, to 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 give advice or, or to provide those solutions because that may not be the right solution for that person. I think I think you know a good start would always be to say I'm I'm here, I'm listening, and and a purely a sounding board. And sometimes that's all that's needed to kickstart that process and get that person pointed in the right direction. And and perhaps they may need some some professional help, and and that's when that they can be directed to to a health uh, professional who who is a little bit more skilled in in dealing with these kinds of problems. Um, but it's i think the hardest part for anybody seeking particularly mental health is is crossing that initial threshold in other words knocking on the door of of that person who's going to help them um and uh, you know w- once you've crossed that threshold i think like as you say you know the, the 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 words will hopefully then tend to just pour out and and uh, and 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 that person would express themselves and 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 the problems relative problems would be identified but but it's it's that initial uh, you know crossing the threshold and, and particularly in South Africa I think and around the world as well to degrees is that mental health is is being quite stigmatized um, and particularly with men as we were saying earlier um, you know and that's that's typical traditional masculine roles it's it's uh, it's cultural uh, beliefs and and values um, you know uh, even right down to occupational uh, demands. Um, you know, there, there are several factors that, that, that specifically affect affect men in this country. And, and even going back to our to our darker past of apartheid and things where where men were put in positions uh, of, you know, often of, of hard labor and, and having to leave families, etc., and go through difficult times. Um, you know, th- that's also been passed on down down through families and, and it's not forgotten. Um, and, and the world and, and, and us as a society also need to realize those those as factors. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, d- difficult, uh, difficult, um, difficult to cross that threshold initially. Yes, absolutely. It's 19 minutes after nine and the lines are opened. If you would like, maybe you want to have a conversation, maybe you want to share, or maybe you want to send us a voice note, uh, send it to 0614104107 and talking about mental health and our men, I know even to just get your brother, your husband or your son to go for checkup. 
it is like trying to move a mountain. And if you do manage, I must say it's a hooray moment. And when we get back, we continue with the conversation. And I'm speaking to Dr. Adrian Rotuno, sports and exercise medicine a physician and virgin actives expert on physical fitness. And the big question, why are men suffering in silence? We'll be back. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. Talking about men's health and, uh, you know, we just need to pay a little bit of more attention to, you know, our male counterparts or, you know, should I call them our brothers, husbands, fathers, uh, whichever way you want to call it. And the big question that I wanted to ask, why is it that men suffer in silence? I, I know that, Doc, you did mention that, you know, the stigma that comes with it just makes them prefer to be quieter and just deal with it quietly, which is not exactly helping. No, not at all. You know, it's it's um, it's often the, the contrary, and and I think again, it's it's that typical male sort of view on life is that is that we need to we can shoulder these problems and we can we can be strong for ourselves, be strong for our family, our loved ones, etc. And and um, and and often, you know, that that leads to internalization of the problems. And and not dealing in in either closure or or, or, or having awareness in, in in coping mechanisms for these problems and and so there's no insight into your own problems and what tends to then happen is that these may then you know becomes a vicious cycle and and eventually that hope you know possibly manifests in in, in a mental breakdown of some kind or or actually a, a, um, a you know a, a neurological disease um, where which may need actual treatment at the end of the day. So that's a spectrum, and and um, you know it's 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 that tipping point that that we all need to be aware of, um, and and it's exactly that it's, it's the lack of expression and and not speaking to our either our brothers or our, our friends or our female counterparts uh, about these problems, uh, and I think that's where the problem tends to 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 start. Um, but there are you know obviously I think other factors involved as, as to why men typically don't and I, I think one of them would obviously be you know um, the the socio-economic inequality which obviously you know South Africa has a, has a massive gap um, and and you know you know historically this has been you know it, with areas of poverty and un, un, unemployment inequality etc um, you know that can certainly contribute to to mental stress um, anxiety depression and 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 higher rates of suicide um, and interestingly, in, you know, there was a study done, I think it was in 2019, where with the, the, the suicide rates, where, where three quarters of the suicide rates of in, in one year were all committed by men. Sure. Um, and I think that, you know, the, that number just tells you that there, there's a massive area or deficit in, in our understanding of, of the amount of, of stress and anxiety and, and depression and, and mental illness that is that is going on in our, in our male population. So let's just slightly, you know, take a, a different view. Apart from talking, apart from going for checkups, is there anything else that can be done? Because I know most probably, I find for some, you know, for some strange reason, exercise always calms me down. I suppose, you know, that's that's maybe my coping mechanism. Is there anything else that can be done in terms of just managing? you know, the stress levels or those thoughts that are negative? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, as, uh, you know exercise and movement is, is, is part of my, my medical uh, area and, uh, and speciality. And, and, and exercise promotion certainly is, 
is one of the best medicines, as as they say. Um, and you know, exercise in itself has a, has a natural release of of endorphins, which are sort of your your happy happy hormones, as they're called. Um, and and just it's been proven time and time again that that exercising is a, is a natural stress reliever. So it, it it increases those those happy hormones. It makes one feel a lot better about themselves. It makes you feel in control of your body. It makes your 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 physiology work better, and therefore your your health improves. It reduces the risks of non communicable non communicable diseases such as you know uh, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, um, uh, ob- obesity, um, hypertension, high cholesterol, things like that, um, and and all of that. You know, contributes to to a, a, a better state of well-being, and that's physical as as well as mental. So, you know, I, I think you you can't separate the physical and the mental. The you know, mental mental health goes hand in hand with physical health. And and if you if you can you're physically able uh, and and able to to do things in whatever capacity. You know, whether it's it's gardening right down to doing an Ironman, for example. Um, you know, it's a full spectrum, but, you know, as long as there's movement, um, the body benefits, the mind benefits. Um, and that, that certainly is a, is a proven mechanism of, of, of treating uh, disorders like anxiety, like depression, um, you know, removing suicidal ideations and things like that. So, so exercise is certainly one of the most key uh, factors in, uh, in exercise promotion, uh, sorry, in, in preventing uh, a mental illness. Um, and I think, you know, obviously, Seeing seeing the right people in terms of not only mental health but but also aspects like diet, um, you know, diet plays a crucial role in in one's mental well being as well. The type of food one eats, etc. Um, and unfortunately, again, you know, eating healthily in particularly in this country is, is not cheap. It's an expensive venture, um, and to to eat healthily is 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 not easy for a lot of people in the communities. So. You know, finding ways in which to get proper nutrition, um, healthy nutrition, in that that doesn't cause further problems down the line, certainly will then contribute to a healthier body and therefore a healthier mind as well. Mm. And Doc, just before I let you go, uh, the slogan, it's time to man up. If we want to end the mental health crisis, what does this slogan mean? Do you think it is going to drive home the message? Yeah, I don't know. I think that the 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 slogan, you know, "man up" has taken a different turn in in recent years. You know, um, you know, you you almost want you almost want males to take a book out of the female book and and say, you know, it's time to woman up. Um, you know, it, it it I I find that you know again with mental health issues and, and coping strategies, women generally are just better equipped um, and they're more open and they're more open to, to expressing themselves and talking about their problems. And I, I think men need to, to really just take a, a leaf out of, out of our female counterparts books and, and, and actually sit back and say, hang on a second, let me talk about this. Let me think about this. Let me deal with this in another way. Um, and, and, and speak to people around me and, and, and those relationships that, that we all work so hard to keep. They're there. They're there for a reason. And I think I think us following those those uh, taking a leaf out of that book is is certainly something that I would I would advise. Mm. I've got a voice note. Let me just take take the voice note voice note quickly. Good evening, I'm Isaiah from Nelson from Peter Maritzburg. Thanks for bringing an aspect on the radio. I think he has the right topic. He's talking about the the right topic and a good topic. Despite the fact that he's on the right platform inside the gym, 
that's the place where men can join and go the most or the places where they can visit those places are good in terms of socializing men won't feel as they are isolated that's a great platform that's a great industry so on my opinion i would say men should go to um, physical centers gyms sports centers that way men won't feel uh, as they are isolated because that's kind of a stigma that leads to people tending to 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 be suicidal i thank you that is such a good point i don't know whether you managed to hear him but he was basically saying that you know um where you exercise is where men actually feel free to communicate basically in a nutshell absolutely i couldn't agree with that more and and uh and he brings up a very, very good point is, is, you know, whether that's, that's in a gym and and a formal exercise setting or on a, on a soccer pitch or, you know, a bunch of guys running on, on just a road, you know, there doesn't have to be a, a a physical place, but if there's just a meeting point with, with men of, of similar interests and similar, um, uh, you know, activities, exactly that. It's, It's one of the most, open environments where men do feel comfortable and um you know they're all expressing themselves in a physical form but that in in doing so often it encourages them to express themselves in a mental form as well and and of peers and and uh, who are alike and, and possibly going through similar problems so absolutely i couldn't agree with that more well dr um adrian Rotuno, thank you so much for joining us on the chill zone and i do hope any sports centers if somebody who runs any any sports center of any sort like you've said can, if they are listening i think this is this could be a solution to the problem where they just have a small little section where men can just go vent and get some form of assistance but thank you so much for joining us this evening um and have yourself a pleasant evening Thanks for having me. Okay, Have a bye. good night. Ciao. Dr. Adrian Rotuno, sports and exercise medicine, physician and virgin actives expert on physical fitness.